0: Welcome to Balanced Insights. I'm Sierra Thomas, CEO of Touche Financial Solutions. Each week, we discuss the news shaping our business landscape and have dialogue to gain fresh perspectives and valuable takeaways as we uncover the nuances of business and finance together. Let's get 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 into into it. The news. Hey everyone, I hope you all had a fantastic week and ready for an even better weekend. This week, I wanted to take a moment to just talk about self-care, healthy boundaries. And so I sourced a few articles this week that are all centered around that in some capacity, whether it's in your business or whether you are working your nine to five. And so the first article that I wanted, that I choose and I really wanted to highlight this week is titled, American Hustle Culture is Dying. Millennials are willing to take a 20% pay cut for a better work-life balance. And this article was found in Yahoo Finance and it was written by Lauren Edmonds. And off the top, this article just stood out to me in its title that said, Americans, millennials are willing to take a pay cut for a better work-life balance. And that pay cut is up to 20%. That's huge. As I read this article, it discussed how Ford conducted a, a survey with some of their employees. And it just really found, they really discovered that more Americans, more millennials are just willing to just make less so that they're able to just balance it all. I'm not sure if it's just with the con- the current economy or just coming out of a pandemic, but out of all other con- countries that were surveyed, and there were 16 countries surveyed, Americans were at the top that said that they're just pretty much they're burnt out. So I think we can look at this from one or two ways. If you're an employer, just really understanding and getting an idea of what your employees want. We don't want to burn our employees out. How can we make our employees, their work-life balance, just a lot more favorable to them? Whether it's meeting them halfway with working from home a little more and creating a hybrid situation or offering them maybe some self-care or mental health days. But I think it's really important as employers to understand what, it, what are your employees, what do they need? What do they need to be able to have a better work-life balance? And on the other hand, from an employee or even from an entrepreneur standpoint, not and this could even mean not taking on additional clients because you wanna have that work-life balance. What does an actual work-life balance, what does that look like? How many hours do you wanna work per week? What is your ideal schedule look like? And just really understanding what that ideal situation looks like and working on creating that. If you're an employee, communicating that also with your employer. How can they help you have a better work-life balance? I know a lot of us are, we're working to make money. We're working to maybe build a savings or purchase a home or a car. And so this article just stood out to me that, and it seems to me that a lot of Americans and even as it says, millennials, they're really willing to give up these things just so that they can maintain, just so that there's not a lot of stress. And they'll take a job that's paying them much less, but gives them a little bit more balance and flexibility. I thought this article was very interesting, especially in the economy that we are in right now. We know that prices are just astronomical. They're constantly increasing. And so the fact that American, the hustle, that culture is just dying, it says a lot. And so I think we always have to figure out and determine what are we really working to. Are we working for success or that dollar amount, or are we really working to just be able to provide just the bare necessities for our families so that we can still enjoy joy life? Because you can have all of the money in the world, but you cannot, you may not be living a quality of life because you're maybe working from sun up to sundown, or you can't attend your children's basketball or football games. Like I said, this article really stood out to me. And I think that a lot of us can relate to, especially the millennials, we have been just wired to work hard and work for work to work for success and continue to work hard and do well and work those long hours and show up, not just for not for ourselves, but show up for others. And now we are at a we are at a point where we're burnt out and we are willing to take that pay cut just so that we can have, you know, that work-life balance, or we can just have that just opportunity to breathe. I don't think that we should have to take a pay cut just to maintain a work-life balance. I think we should be able to understand what is, like I said, understand what our, what does work-life balance mean to us? What does success mean to us? And it may not be making the six figures. Maybe it's making a little less than that and we can still maintain, we can still travel with our family, but we have a little bit more balance within our, in our daily lives. So very great article. I thought this was very informative. I thought it just really, like I said, it just stood out to me as a millennial myself that, and it just came off to me that we are just getting burnt out And at this point, we're at a point where we'll just be willing to take and make less money. Okay, so moving right along, this next article actually builds upon the last article we discussed. And this article was found in Fortune. It was written by Emma Burley, and it's titled HR leaders are worried about keeping their top talent as workers spiral into disconnect and burnout. Here's how to make them stay. So, again, workers, employees are feeling the burnout. And a lot of companies and business leaders don't realize that their employees are burnt out. Employees are constantly getting more and more work. Of course, the employee and just hiring in general as an employer and business owner is actually getting very difficult. So we have to, and a lot of companies are just making do with what employees that they have. And they're giving and assigning more work and more work onto their employees and they're not having a lot of interaction with the business leaders. And so this article really focuses on and states how a lot of these top performers, yes, they're they've been with the company for years and years they've been doing well and excelling in their positions, but they are actually burnt out now and they're just disconnecting and they're just walking away. As we stated in our last article, a lot of employees are st- taking a pay cut and going to different organizations, just so that they can have that self, that work-life balance, and they're not feeling burned out. This article focuses on how to make them stay, and it has a two-fold approach. One, it states that the HR, company, the HR department and the CEOs or the HR and the business leaders should come together and create some type of plan for their workers or the employees that makes them feel like they are more appreciative and makes them feel like they're a part of the company and investing in their future by investing in some business training and business development, additional continual education. But on the other end, it also focuses and explains that a lot of business leaders should be focusing on having those small touch points with their workers. Yes, you, your employee, you may not may not be able to hire, or you may be having difficult time a difficult time hiring. But you should still always have a small touch point within your company to tell your workers, to tell your employees, hey, you're doing a good job. Congratulate them on the work they're doing. Give them a pat on the back because that can also go a long way. It makes employees, it makes them feel connected. It makes them feel valued. And a lot of the burnout. And a lot of what's going on is that a lot of employees they don't feel that they are valued. They just feel disconnected. They feel like they're just another number. They're working just to just to work on the co- the mission of the company, but they're not really feeling any value. So I think that this is very important as leaders, as CEOs of companies, is just to make sure. I know things. You get busy. I know that you may have busier seasons, but just always stop and take some time and talk to your employees. Tell them that they're doing a good job, even if even if it's just something small. And then on the other side, on from a, an employee standpoint, just have that communication. If you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling like you're taking too much on, let your employer know, let your boss know. Tell them that, hey, you're assigning me a little too much right now. Can you give me a little bit more leeway? Is there something that someone else can assist me with so that you're not being so burnt out in your position? So again, stems off from the last article, but really discuss how employers should make their employees stay, make them feel valued, invest in them, invest in their future and their career growth. And it may shift the burnout from an employee, employer burnout standpoint okay so the last article this week was actually my favorite article of the week it was written by koya webb and it is titled how healthy boundaries can enhance your life and business koya webb is a wellness consultant and in this article she discussed some personal things that she did to fill her cup up to make sure she has some healthy boundaries between work in business and she also gave some good practical tips for establishing some healthy boundaries whether it is personal or in your business. So she discussed how setting boundaries is just really essential for your personal and business relationships and how healthy boundaries are empowering, liberating, and they can actually help you maintain your self-esteem and confidence while unhealthy boundaries cause emotional pain that can lead to dependency, anxiety, depression, and even stress-induced physical illnesses. So that right there just really just stood out to me because I know for me, with business running a business and just being able to have those healthy boundaries sometimes it's very difficult to manage those i am always trying to do a good job i want to be provide superior service and even if that is at the expense of my my boundaries and my work-life balance so that really stood out to me and Koya went into the into this article and she discussed what she did on a day-to-day basis. And one of the things that she mentioned was establishing a self-care routine. And her self-care routine, STEM, it starts at 6 a.m. and it ends at 10 a.m. And this is before she does anything else and starts her workday. She pours into herself. And I thought, you know, that is actually really, you know, that's really important is that you must set the tone for your day so that you can, you know, have a productive day. You have to pour into yourself for, first before you pour into anyone else, whether it's your employer or your employees or your business. Now, I don't know if a four-hour self-care routine is for it, in any schedule. I know for me, I can't. I don't think I can do a four-hour self-care routine. But even if it's just setting the first hour of the day, set some type of schedule. Put it on your cu- calendar. And I do feel like if you start it in the morning, you don't have any excuse not to get it done. So just wake up and make sure you have that appointment with yourself. I know I've started putting things on my calendar just for self-care. So in the mornings, I set a calendar reminder anywhere from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Any hour in between that time, I try to do something for myself, whether it's go to the gym, whether it's read devotional, but something that pours into myself. For me, I have to get a little bit more consistent because there's times where I just wanna wake up, check my email and just get right into work. It's definitely having that determination, that consistency with showing up for yourself daily. And the article also, like I said, it gave some practical advice on how you can establish some healthy boundaries. And the first one that Koya talks about is communicating boundaries at the very beginning of your relationship so that there's no questions. You want to set that tone. The second one is address boundary violations promptly and politely. So just making sure that when someone does violate your personal boundary, you just address it head on, but do it in a polite manner so that no one seems to get offended. The third um, piece of advice she gives is recognize Personal control over relationships. Number four is prioritize self care by saying no to requests that don't align with your personal values. And I think this can also go be it can go in business as well. So saying no to maybe the clients that don't allow with your business values, or if this client may be it seems like they may be a headache or they may it may be a lot of work to take on this project, you can say no the fifth piece of advice she gives is allocate time for self-care and relaxation daily again setting up those times with yourself whether it's in the morning or in the evening but always having some time to pour into yourself and i do think it's important to try to decompress in the evenings as well just after you've had a busy day just to relax your mind number six is establish work-life balance by setting clear work hours and weekends for rest. So how long does it take you to actually work and do your job? Do you need a eight hour, do you have to work eight hours every single day? Or can you have maybe four hour days? And is it possible for you to not do any work on the weekends? For me, that is very difficult, especially during tax season where I have to work on the weekends. Um, but just trying to have some type of clear boundaries and setting that those work hours and just being really committed. I think that if you set a work schedule and you're really focused and you have that deep focus work, you can get a lot more done versus working maybe 12 hours a day and just working on so many different things and not really accomplishing much as you would do in those focused hours. Number seven is communicate boundaries clearly and respectfully without justify or apologizing. So you don't have to apologize for your boundaries, your boundaries are your boundaries. So I definitely agree with that. Number eight is understand that others' reactions to boundaries are are their responsibility, not yours. Number nine is overcome the feeling of guilt or selfishness by prioritizing self-care. So we always hear that self-care is not selfish and it's not. You have to care for yourself. And the last one is trust, intuition, and seek support from those who respect boundaries. So those are some, some really good practical tips that I think that could help us navigate with establishing healthy boundaries so that we are able to develop that work-life balance and just be able to have that self-balance with ourselves. So this was, like I said, my one of my this was my favorite article this week as I am trying to navigate establishing healthy balance, healthy boundaries within my business with my clients i think it's very important for business owners because as a business owner it takes so much it takes so much of out of us we have to pour into and be available to our employees to our clients and we rarely have enough time to focus on ourselves and we also have to think about our families when you have families that's another layer that consists that continues to pull from you so If we can't pour into ourselves first, we can't pour, we can't show up for ourselves, show up as the best version of ourselves in our personal life or in our business. So again, very good article, my favorite article this week. I pulled a lot of good nuggets from it and I hope maybe you take some time and maybe read the article in detail and you also pull some nuggets that you can use in your personal routine yourself. Whether you're in banking, credit and loans, consulting, real estate, construction, restaurants, bars, retail, or e-commerce, QuickBooks has industry-specific solutions to meet your needs. Join over 8 million small businesses who trust QuickBooks to run their businesses more efficiently. Experience the convenience of advanced QuickBooks integration tailored to your industry by visiting our website at www.touchefinancialsolutions.com forward slash QuickBooks to take advantage of our affiliate offer. That's www.touchefinancialsolutions.com forward slash QuickBooks to take advantage of our QuickBooks affiliate offer today. Your turn to share. Audience 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 Q&A. Okay, so we're back with our Q&A session this week, and we submitted a series of questions last week, and we had some amazing answers. I thank you guys so much for just continuing to support us and show up. The question that I do want to pull this week is actually related to the episode, and it was, how do you stay motivated and inspired in your work? And the answers that were submitted were phenomenal. It was basically taking personal time off and scheduling me time, getting massages, scheduling um, a vacation with your family, reading, t- turning off your technology, saying um, just no to what does not serve you. So all of these answers that you were submitting were great. And I th- definitely think it's something that we all can be- benefit from as we are always trying to gain a fresh perspective, whether it's growing our business, working on our business, if we're hoping to start a business one day, or if you're working um, a nine to five, we always have to take that time away so that we can come back to our work and be motivated and do so much better. We can't pour from an empty cup, as they say, right? So great answers. I do appreciate that. I appreciate you all for continuing to show up week after week as we continue to build upon this podcast. If there's questions that you have, financial questions that you have, or financial topics that you just wanna hear a little bit more about, shoot us a direct message and let us know. We want to be your financial resource. We want to keep the conversation going. So make sure you reach out. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. I hope that you are able to take some time away just for some self-care, so that you're able to show up on Monday morning with a fresh perspective. I myself am planning on doing that too, just so that I can show up better for you week after week so that I can show up better for my clients every single day. I think it's definitely important for us to take a little time away, continue to follow us on all social media platforms at ToucheFinancialSolutions.com. Keep the conversation going, continue to to follow us. We love you. Have an amazing weekend and we'll see you back here next Friday.